This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great as we... Uh, Man, as we, we've talked about over the past couple of weeks, you know, it's getting kind of real. It's getting kind of real. So, uh, man, things are things are moving along, and we're uh, we're doing fine. Man, things are um, crazy, but uh, but everything's great. So, um, yeah, hope you're hope you're doing well. What's going on with you? Oh, you know, just uh, got got uh, life getting somewhat back to normal with the kids back in school. Thank goodness. But um, yeah, but no, I, you know, I, I I like this though. We need we need to we need to address this because obviously those that have been listening for the last couple of episodes uh, are, are very much aware of the fact that uh, you know baby time is right around the corner. We're getting very <laughs> close to the arrival of uh, of Cole point or whatever you want. The, yeah, the, the exactly. New, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The new mini John David. So here's here's the deal. While this happens, um, you. You know, I, I wanted I wanted to make sure that, that you had some good time off to adjust to the new reality. And, That's so you know, kind, spend time man. With your wife and your child. Yeah, man. Well, you know, and it's not just me. There's there's been some friends who have uh, expressed a desire to help out as well. And so, uh, you know, we don't know obviously yet when the date is coming. We're we're presuming sometime in early October. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, mid September. <laughs> mid September. Oh snap! So like coming up so soon, baby. We could, are here. Could baby. be tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, it really could, but we're like uh, d- from our due date. Uh, uh, you know, two and a half weeks out. So, um, yeah, man, it's okay. uh, it's getting real. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. That's crazy. You know, the funny thing is, man, I I, I was just talking to another friend, uh, uh, who who they are having their first, and I say another friend who's having their first. And so I'm trying to keep up with everybody's uh everybody's kid. I remember because <laughs> Charlie and and John had their kids too back and back, and I could never remember which one was. I which know, one. I know. Yeah, it it, it it something's in the water. At some point, yeah. we're going to figure out what causes all this and put an end to it. But yeah, for yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, of course, nobody knows who Charlie and John are, but they know. And thanks. <laughs> no, they do. They do. Yeah. And one of them. Anyway, here's the deal. Probably listening. Yeah. That's right. So with this being right around the corner, um, once once the once the go time happens. Um, uh, John David, if you're cool with it, I will probably post out to Facebook letting folks know that the Mrs. is either going into labor or once the baby's had, whatever yeah. you're comfortable with. Uh, but regardless, I'll, I'll put some messaging out on, on Facebook to let y'all know what's going on. Now, fear not, uh, while John David Cole will be uh, out changing diapers, uh, we have got some very large fo- uh, uh, shoes to fill, and so I have tapped some folks with even bigger feet. And so we've got uh, we've got some guest hosts um, that uh, that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got an entire series lined up uh, with one in particular guest host. Um, I, should I tease it? Should I say it? Nah, you just I don't know. Let 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 it let it let it uh, trickle a little bit. Uh, well, you know, it's one of these things. You, if if you know this show, <laughs> then you probably know who's coming on to, uh, to to fill in. But we've got a we got a fun. I'll say this: we got a fun series about um, uh, pipe smoking, kind of around the world and traveling and and that sort of thing and uh and various areas the 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 caribbean and 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 uh western europe and and uh pipes in in these different areas so uh really excited to to get those out to you guys um uh for this period of time in which john david uh yeah, it's going to be changing diapers. So yeah, that, that take, is going to come. Take a little I, sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it very well may be next week. We don't know. We don't know. It, it might not be. 
but it, it may be. But we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is so oh, nerve wracking, man. Yeah, things are uh, things are crazy, but I, I'm excited. You know, the show obviously will go on, and uh, I know it's in good hands. So that's right, man. It's going to be good. Well, hey, of course, uh, we've got a we got a great show uh, planned. Um, but first, we want to make sure that everybody is aware that uh, one thing that is definitely happening in mid-October is the Texas Pipe Show. That's Pop right. Safari Room, man. We got to make sure that everybody's aware. Head over to Pop Safari Cigar Room out in Fort Worth, Dallas area for the Texas Pipe Show. It's a great show. The guys yeah. that are running it, longtime friends of the show. We, we love them. They do great work. And we know that y'all are all going to have a blast out there. Please uh, enjoy a pipe on us. Yeah, we'll, we'll Photoshop John David in. <laughs> man, so sad that I'm not going to be there. Of course, man, we've been there for the past few years now, and man, it's just such a such a sweet show, such a great show. It's a not a really huge crowd, but but a big crowd, and lots of really enthusiastic folks from all over the country, and particularly the Southwest. There's just such a big pipe smoking community uh, in Texas, and that area is a nice showcase for it. Pop Safari Room. It's a fun shop. It's a quirky shop. You know. They've got like uh, cigars, they've got pipe tobacco, they've got this big lounge with all these deer heads and stuff. And <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, he's like, got, yeah, he's got a the... really, he's got a really good wine selection, you know, there's just a, yeah. a lot going on there. I mean, they'll make you an espresso drink while you're hanging out. Go have fun, go fly the uh, Country Squire radio flag and let everyone know that I hate that I'm not there. So, <laughs> yeah, like just the right amount of taxidermy. No, you know, yeah, no, <laughs> That's a good point. It's a tasteful amount of taxidermy. Yeah. Yeah. Tasteful taxidermy. That, you know, that would be a great name for a taxidermist. Star. Oh, the tasteful yeah. Tasteful taxidermist. taxidermy. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, man. Well, like I said, we've got a great show uh, for the folks today. We are doing a pipe smoking 101. Now, these episodes are great because for many folks, you know, like I mentioned, uh, many folks have listened for quite some time, but I always try to keep in mind that every single episode is somebody's first episode. And this always reigns even more true with the Pipe Smoking 101 episodes. Not only do we hear that feedback, but we also see it directly reflected in the numbers. Oftentimes, these are some of our, our largest downloaded episodes because, and, and they become kind of gateways to the entire podcast Yeah, because folks are, you know, discovering pipe smoking. They want to learn more about it and they see the 101 as kind of like a, a friendly welcome uh, welcoming title to let them know like hey we're not going to judge you for not you know when, when you when, for, for when you hear grain and you think rice like no you are more than welcome here you know what i mean like we'll we'll, we'll help bring you along that's and, right uh, and ha- happy to do it but this is great because this is actually a pipe smoking 101 that came from last week the question was asked last week what makes a pipe a good pipe and as we were kind of doing the show prep it, and we knew that we had kind of a one-on-one episode uh, coming up pretty soon. We thought, you know what, this actually makes for a really good deep dive kind of question for those that are looking to make the purchase. Yeah. Because they come into the shop, they've got maybe uh, maybe they have a budget in mind, maybe they don't. Uh, but they they it can be a little overwhelming, especially if you've got a, a like a quality selection at, at your local pipe shop. It can be a little overwhelming to know where to begin. And so knowing whether or not uh, a pipe is good, and in fact what makes it good is, uh, you know, it, it's something you need to know. So, John David, what makes a pipe a good pipe? <laughs> what makes a good pipe a good pipe? Yeah, it, right, it, there you know, you. That's, a, that's a tough, it's kind of like what makes a good kid a good kid or what makes a, 
well, you know, your favorite meal, your favorite meal, right? It, there's a lot baked into that question. There's a lot that's kind of built into to that and some assumptions that you sure. might have to make. And so, man, you know, when you ask a question like that to a seasoned pipe smoker that's been, you know, smoking a pipe for, for quite a while, they, they probably have a lot of thoughts about that initially. Some folks might be even like, well, you know, why would you even ask that? Every pipe can be a good pipe and blah, 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 you know, which is understandable. But this is a very reasonable question for a new pipe smoker for one of these 101 episodes where we like to tackle some of these questions and and situations where, you know, you just kind of need to explain it. Well, what makes a good pipe? It's a reasonable question for a new pipe smoker. And so we'll answer it from a couple different perspectives today. We're going to talk about, first off, you know, the mechanics and things like that that go into it that make it a quality pipe, something that is likely to smoke well. And, And then we'll talk about it a little more broadly and add some different thoughts in there too. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny when people come in, right, I think the first thing that they always are drawn to is that pipe is $50 or, you know, $40. And, and this pipe over here is $300. So what, <laughs> what am I, what am I buying? You know, if you're a new pipe smoker and it's, and it's right. an understandable question. Right? And it's, it's a like, question I would argue that all of us had at one point, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the more, even, even those who have been in the hobby for longer than you and I have been alive, there yeah. was that moment you saw that pipe and that price point and you thought, what? Really? <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, man, I'd like to have that pipe, but I've I've got I've got kids, you know? I've got family. Right. Like I've got bills. It's one of those things that uh it, it can kind of be um, you know, nerve-wracking and deceiving and uh you think like, man, is there a rhyme or reason to this? Is there um, you know, is there a reason that some are are more than others and uh things of that nature? But but you know, we're we're, at that point, we're talking about an expensive pipe, right? A, uh, you know, how much does the pipe cost? We're talking today about a good pipe. What's exactly. a good pipe? We want something that defining a good pipe, I guess. Like when I pick it up, it's going to smoke well and be consistent. And, um, you know, the experience will be enjoyable. And, um, you know, it, and, and all of that, it fits my hand well and all these kinds of things. And so kind of talking about that, if we're going to define a good pipe, I mean, that's kind of the direction in some sense that we want to go in. But again, a fair question for a new pipe smoker, a quality pipe, right? We talk about uh, quality something that's made well, something that had thought put into it. You know, we'll, we'll have a few bullet points here. But the first one, obviously, is uh, it needs to be made of a, of a good briar. Briar, of course, mm. we know is the root of the white heath tree that is from southern Europe and also grows in parts of North Africa. And it's an interesting tree. It's a this shrub. It has this gnarly uh, root ball that's kind of on top of the, or this ball that's on top of the, the root system there that just, for whatever reason, makes a really good material to carve pipes out of. It smokes dry and cool, typically. Typically, it uh, is durable, lasts a long time, it can take the heat, seasons well, all these kinds of things. And so since the 1830s, it's been the gold standard of pipe making. And so you want to start with, uh, you know, the bare bones of of a good pipe is going to be good quality briar. So briar, a seasoned aged briar is, you know, really kind of what you're looking for, as opposed to briar that uh, might have been kiln dried or force dried through the application of heat, something that's going to hurry along the process. Briar that, uh, you know, has been uh, naturally aged, that's kind of what you're looking for. And well, how do you tell? Well, you really can't tell when you're sitting there in the pipe shop and you're kind of looking at different things. Typically from a reputable pipe source and Probably if, if you're looking for a high quality pipe or a good, a good quote unquote good pipe, and, and this is your first pipe, you may not want to 
purchase it on eBay from one of these stores that it's going to take you three weeks to, you know, receive your pipe and all that kind of stuff. You know, if it's from a trusted source, uh, there's a good chance that that briar has been, um, you know, aged naturally and, and has some time on it so that it's uh, it's well seasoned. The next thing too, so we, we talk about the good briar, the quality of the briar itself. And, and, and keep in mind, we're not talking yet about the grain of the pipe or anything like that. Just the just the quality of the wood, right? Is that a good piece of wood? And so, um, you know, the briar uh, needs to be of that material. You want your stem to fit flushly and, and snugly to that shank. Uh, and so when you're looking at a, at a pipe, it's like, man, is this a good pipe? Well, um, you want the stem uh, to, to obviously be well-formed and not have any kind of weird, uh, you know, uh, shapes or, or moldings or anything on it a lot of times these uh you know more uh, cheaper pipes that tend to not smoke as well they'll you'll find little uh, deformities on the stem where uh, maybe they were machined improperly or something so just a stem that you know is very simple but also uh, looks very um very you know thoughtfully made and then you want that connection uh where the where the stem meets the bowl of the pipe the the stem you know the the rubber material or the acrylic meets the wood of the pipe you want that to mm. to fit snugly and you want it to be very flush and sound right there that's important for a few reasons number one it'll be a little easier to clean your pipe will be much more likely to take a pipe cleaner all the way through the pipe and also it won't allow air and moisture to escape through that area which will uh, eventually harm the harm the wood of the pipe and make it more difficult to clean uh, if that's the case as well and plus it just won't you know if you've got a little bump right there where it doesn't fit uh, it'll make that kind of a funky transition that doesn't really feel good on your hand so number one good briar number two you want that stem and the and the shank to fit properly number three you know you want it to be drilled uh, correctly and so uh, drilling is is a lot more important on uh, a pipe than than most people think or at least new pipe smokers think the uh the drilling of the pipe you want the air hole that enters into the chamber the tobacco chamber the bowl of the pipe you want that air hole to be right there at the bottom and not up too high Hmm. if it's there at the bottom you're uh, you know, tobacco is much more likely to get lit properly, to stay lit properly, to not, you know, smoke too wet and all that kind of stuff. So it, the location of that draft hole coming center of the pipe, very center, uh, not to the left or the right, but the very center, and then falling huh. right there to the bottom of the bowl. All um, right. So let me ask you this. To the untrained naked eye, yeah, how like, you know, because I mean, again, these are kind of new pipe smokers and everything. Yeah, how, no, that's how good. are you best to identify that? Yeah, so if you if you hold the pipe that you're considering, um, look down into the bowl, and you may have to use a little flashlight or something. A lot of folks when they're shopping for pipes in our shop, though, they'll pull out their iPhone or you know smartphone and get the flashlight on their phone and look down in there, and and you just want to make sure that the hole at the bottom of the bowl. When you're looking into the pipe, the, the little hole that's at the very bottom there, that it lines up perfectly with the stem of the pipe, right? You want it to be all in line right there, going straight down the middle of the stem and, and the shank of the pipe. The shank is that veteran pipe smokers know is that you know wood area that extends from the bowl to the stem there. And so you just want all that in a really good line. And then you also want that little hole that's at the very bottom of the chamber to to come out at the bottom at, at the actual bottom of the chamber and not up on the side and it needs to really be there kind of touching the bottom That's and so good. okay yeah so the drilling uh obviously very important the holes lining up and all that kind of stuff and and typically too as i mentioned briefly before like a good pipe a lot of times will run a pipe cleaner 
all the way through into the bowl without having it to take it apart. And so we we talk, uh, you know, occasionally about that. Folks a lot of times uh, like to clean their pipes after every smoke. That's what I try to do. I highly encourage it. You know, and so if you're, it, it makes it easier if you can run a pipe cleaner all the way uh, from the end of the stem into the very heart of the bowl uh, without having to take your pipe apart. And so on a good pipe, that's something you'll look for, right? And, and a lot of folks, when they come to shop for pipes in our in our shop, what they'll do is they'll either bring a pipe cleaner or ask for one, and they'll try to run uh, a cleaner through the bowl uh, before they before they smoke it or, you know, before they purchase it. So uh, obviously that doesn't happen with a filtered pipe, right? You've got a filter sometimes that's in the middle of that pipe and, you know, that doesn't happen and, and because you've got the filter. The filter performs uh, some of those functions as well and so that's okay. You know, if you have a filtered pipe, it's doing its own job that's different from the uh, non-filtered pipes. But if you've got a non-filtered pipe, it's probably a good idea to see if it'll run a pipe cleaner through there. Another thing too, uh, you know, what makes a good pipe? A lot of times, you know, these uh, more inexpensive pipe companies that maybe haven't spent as much time on their pipe or, you know, just haven't thoughtfully uh, manufactured it, uh, a lot of times they'll cover up blemishes by applying a very high gloss to the pipe. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so you've got these really, really shiny pipes that are out there, you know, that can, it's basically a lacquer. And that lacquer, uh, it makes it look really pretty. It's going to stand out on the shelf. When you see pictures of it on eBay or whatever, you're going to say, man, that's so shiny and uh, attractive. But a lot of times what that does, that film that's on there, number one, it's going to wear off. So it's not going to look as if you continue to use the pipe. Um, so it won't look as pretty for long. But what that does is it uh, that extra layer that's been uh, applied there is going to retard the ability of the heat to escape that bowl, right? It's, gonna, it's one more yeah. layer. It's one more uh, barrier for the heat to uh, escape the the pipe bowl and so your that pipe is gonna smoke hot it just typically does and so uh, just a nice uh, stain that's on the pipe without that real real glossy finish uh, you know is is preferable and uh, and we think of a good pipe having just a very high quality stain and and not really needing that uh, extra bit of lacquer that's uh, that's on there so you do have some comp- some manufacturers and carvers what they'll do is they'll they'll thin that lacquer out a little bit and that's that's acceptable that is, you've got uh, some great, great pipe brands out there that, um, you know, will will make a shinier pipe, um, uh, but, you know, they do it in a way that, you know, allows the, you know, the the integrity of the briar to to maintain and that that really helps and so i you know i think of companies like nording uh nearup uh uh you know they a lot of times you'll see their pipes and they're really shiny but it's not uh Mm. like that real heavy heavy uh lacquer that on a on an inexpensive uh you know uh kiln dried pipe or something that sometimes you find with that i mean with all these it it does seem it feels like I want to say something that I know would be considered controversial, but when does that ever stop me? I know, right? Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It almost seems like you can't really purchase a good pipe knowing it's a good pipe online. Like you have to be present. Yeah. I mean, well, it's tough, right? Because people do it all the time. But at the same point, like 
okay, so you're on your favorite web, you know, uh, online retailer and you find a pipe that you're very interested in. I mean, and, and I guess people do this occasionally. I mean, you know, with the Country Squire, we have an online store and we sell sure. pipes online. All that We sell a lot of them online. <laughs> yeah. That's a matter of fact, if you buy one, you'll be contributing to our diaper fund. But, <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, but most people that purchase pipes online like that, though, aren't asking the um the retailer for um hey can you can you take a photo of the inside of the bowl for me i really want to make sure that that thing lines up hey can can you can you run a pipe cleaner through that pipe just to make sure that runs for me those are things that people have asked me to do before and i'm happy to do that and and have before because frankly i like to to do those same things when i'm purchasing a pipe when you're buying online, you're not sitting there looking at it. Sometimes you don't think to do that, or maybe you're afraid that, uh, well, if I email this retailer these questions, it might, um, you know, just be more trouble than it's worth, or or whatever. And so, um, you, you know, that, but those are uh, things that are are worth, um, you know, it, at least considering when, um, you know, when you when you're purchasing a pipe. I, you know, one thing about working in a small shop and and other small retailers across the nation that um, that also do some online business is a lot of times we are happy to take some additional photos of the pipe or ask questions uh, answer questions about about that folks have asked me to you know do all kinds of uh, stuff and you know set pipes next to other pipes identical to the ones they already own so they can kind of see how they look in comparison with size and shape and all that kind of stuff and so extra weight measurements and it's, it's fun right that's part of the part of the process so if yeah. you do have a retailer uh, kind of up your sleeve that's out there you know not necessarily us but someone else in the business that's willing to work with you like that you know it can be helpful so i was not trying and i want to make clear i was not trying to like put down online retailers at all it's just yeah, that sure you know part of it's part hard of this, right yeah is is that yeah you know, i remember i actually got a debate years ago with a cigar salesman and i think he was actually at the squire and the two of us were kind of talking about the purchase process and everything else in terms of buying a pipe and whether or not buying online is the same thing as buying in store and we got, we, we kind of got into it and it's funny because like, I feel like <laughs> I may have reversed my position back then <laughs> than what it is now. Or, yeah. Yeah. But it was, I, I and I, I don't even remember where it was, but anyway, it, it just, it, when, when, you know, kind of looking at a lot of these very hands-on approaches to uh, gauging the quality of a pipe, like I say, it just, it just feels as though yeah. you need to have that tectile experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the one thing about handling the pipe, I mean, that does, uh, you know, really help you figure out if you're going to be able to connect with it. Like, man, that you, you see a beautiful pipe, you're like, man, that pipe is so pretty and, and all that. And maybe you even think, you know, just looking at it like uh, that would fit well in my hand or, um, you know, it would hang easily in my mouth or, or something of that nature. Um, but then you, but then you hold it, right. Then you pick it up and you, 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 you like try it on. Right. And, um, and yeah, so sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't fit. Or maybe you're like, oh, well, you know, I thought that would work, but, uh, the gap there, that, that angle, it's not really good for my thumb or, uh, eh, it's a little heavier than I thought that kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just something to keep in mind. So all the things we've talked about, um, you know, before up until now, these are these are things that in general are going to give you uh, a, a a good smoke, right? They're good pipes. These are um, you know uh, things to look at for a pipe to know. Okay, this pipe is going to give me the best chance of having a quality smoke, and that is uh, that is good briar uh, that's been naturally aged. 
uh, a stem that fits flushly. The drilling is uh, is well made. The holes line up. Uh, it runs a pipe cleaner, and it's got a uh, just a nice kind of subtle stain and all that. And so, man, if all if all those things are there, I think you're you're putting yourself in a position to to find a good quality pipe um, that probably probably you'll really enjoy. Now, now ha- having said that, right? So we've talked about uh, talked about these things, and like, you, okay, well, you know, the old timer that that's out there. Well, you know, these are you know, I spent all this money on this pipe over here, but I I, I pull for the you know, Dr. Grabo pipe that I bought at the, uh, you know, thrift mm-hmm. store, you know, 30 years ago, right? That's the right. one I actually enjoy smoking. And it's like, well, well, to that person, what, what is a good pipe, right? What, what really does make, um, that good pipe, uh, good, you know, is it, um, is it the one that hits your, you know, fits your hand just right? I mean, that, that, that's what makes a good pipe perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the one you always pull for, right? It's the one that, uh, you've got all these pipes on the shelf and, uh, I've got a, you know, a particular Kamoi that, um, that I really enjoy smoking. I've also got an older Stanwell I really enjoy smoking. These pipes look like dogs. They look, uh, frankly, like they've been chewed on by a dog. <laughs> and, and man, I, I pull for those pipes so many more times than I do uh, a few of my Dunhills and a few of my, uh, you know, more high-end uh, more high end pipes. And so, um, you know, the, the, so w- which ones are you pulling for, right? Uh, which ones of the pipes that you have, are they easy to keep lit effort- effortlessly? You know, uh, maybe because they're uh, drilled just right on the inside or maybe because they, uh, the certain type of tobacco that you like to smoke uh, fits in that particular bowl really, really well. You know, maybe it's, uh, you know, something to do with uh, with that, uh, it also might be um, you know the the one that holds the right amount of tobacco, right? Uh, maybe maybe you have a small pipe, or, or maybe your goal in smoking a pipe is uh, you know for your lunch break, and well, you don't need a big you know a gigantic you know Nording or uh, you know something of that nature that's got a chamber where you could smoke a you know a three hour bowl. Uh, you know maybe you need that that small kind of lunch break pipe, and maybe that special time. Uh, makes it your your favorite pipe and and therefore a good pipe. Also, you know, wh- which of your pipes smoke coolly? Mm-hmm. We've got some pipes that you know even a nicer pipe uh, might smoke a little on the hotter side because it's uh, maybe the wrong size or you know just something in the wood that is making it kind of squirrely. And I, who knows, you know? But it, you know what what's the pipe that smokes cool? And then lastly, what makes a good pipe? The tobacco makes a good pipe. <laughs> the tobacco, so much of the experience, right? It's like uh, it, it's almost like saying, "Well, you know what? What makes a good meal? The does the plate make a good meal? Like, is is the you know? Do you feel better when you eat uh, your meal off this particular I mean, plate? Well, come it's on, not man. the same. That is no, not that, a one for one. That's not. It's of course it's not a one for one. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, a, a lot of the smoking experience is going to depend on the tobacco, right? Mm, and so, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the amount of of, uh, care that's gone into the blending of the tobacco and is the tobacco too too wet does it have uh, you know some kind of additive to it that doesn't taste right to you um, you know that particular bowl that you're smoking is it, uh, it would it be better suited for a, a type of tobacco that maybe you don't smoke very often or, or something of that nature and a lot of that's just trial and error but um, but really the quality of the tobacco um, you know that that's gonna that's gonna also make uh, make a good a good pipe. So, um, so so you've got these kind of uh, you know things that are uh, opposed to each other. But really, um, you know those those bare bones basics, right? The um, you know the is it is it good briar? Does the stem fit well? Is it drilled properly? And things of that nature. Um, if you are you know find yourself like okay, well you know that. 
that's right. That you know, I've got that in a pipe. It might be a homely pipe, or it might be something that um, you know was not particularly expensive. But but all those boxes are are checked. Well, you've probably got a good pipe, you know. <laughs> and over and above that, you know, what you might be paying for, you're like, well, this is a good pipe, and it was sixty dollars, and and this is a good pipe, and it was two hundred dollars. Well, you know, what gives? And that difference there might be something like uh, the time that that particular pipe was. Uh, was aged, the material that the stem was made of, if the stem was handmade or if it was machine made, is the precision on that particular pipe just exquisite? Is there no, could you not even put a put a razor through the, um, you know, the, the gap there between the stem and the briar, you know, are all the connections just flawless. Maybe it's a creative design that's really hard to, uh, hard to pull off. And so it's just an aesthetic thing, but it's really cool looking and it'd be hard to duplicate. And so that, you know, price difference, you know, may play into that. And, you know, are there any fancy adornments or anything, right? Is it covered in sterling silver or does it have a, uh, you know, some type of, uh, you know, band on it that is decorative that, that, uh, you know, might add some value to it. And so, you know, and, and, and then, of course, we haven't talked about this at all, but but you have the grain, right? Grain of the briar, mm. uh, whether it's whether it's sandblasted or smooth. Is the grain a tight bird's eye where you've got these beautiful medallions covering the, the flanks of the pipe? Uh, is it a nice, tight, straight grain where uh, you've really got these uh, beautiful uh, parallel uh, painted looking, uh, you know, veins that run through the briar, uh, or is it, is it an exquisite sandblast that like we talked about just, you know, recently a few weeks ago where that sandblast, it's got a cascading wave that, uh, has been incredibly thoughtfully produced and, and accentuates just the, you know, the, the hard, uh, cross grain of that briar. Um, you know, th- those are things to, um, things to keep in mind and that might make a good pipe that's $50 different from a good pipe that's $150 but you know you can have a good pipe at both price points and again I think it goes back to those uh, those fundamentals on one side like okay do you know is it is it good briar is it manufactured properly and all that but then you know at the end of the day do I like smoking it right is it is it something I like to pull for is it something right. uh, you know when my wife catches me smoking my pipe on the front porch you know is it is it one of those she sees more often than not and uh, and those are the um, you know those are the pipes that you wind up uh, falling in love with and and sometimes they might be beat up old pipes but uh, but they can be your favorite and um, occasionally your Dunhills and and other fancy pipes will get jealous so <laughs> <laughs> make those other pipes jealous I love it. I know right yeah well, there you go. I mean, that's uh, you've 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 given a, a lot of a lot of good tips, tricks to kind of identify, and then also, I think you know this is always something that we try to do. I think with with most of these topics, where there's a, a sense of guidance and nerdiness, is is always that reminder of you know a good pipe for you is is the pipe that you enjoy, and uh, and I, I think that's good. Way to way to land on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's really I hope so. Yeah. Well, and and obviously, right. Uh, you know, it, it, your mileage may vary. I mean, these are things that um, you know we've got. Um, you know, folks that you know you, you're going to have to. Uh, you may have to purchase a few pipes and kind of start comparing, right, to see what what you like and all that stuff. But as far as, uh, you know, just a bare bones, good pipe, I think if you're, you know, if you're paying attention to the things we talked about today, eh, maybe you'll have some better odds of uh, of finding something that, uh, you know, that that smokes well right out of the gate. That's good. That's good, man. Well, you know, one one uh, company that we always know makes some great uh, great quality pipes, always some good pipes, and some specifically some good corncob pipes is our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. 
That's right. That's right, man. We love the folks at Missouri Mearsham, and of course, are so grateful for them sponsoring this show. And today, uh, we have a special pipe, again, that we're talking about uh, this week. It's the Franklin Pipe, and it is a continued uh, celebration of their 150th anniversary. Uh, they came out with uh, a series of different pipes this year, kind of, uh, you know, this historic company that we love and makes these iconic American uh, original pipes. And uh, the Franklin is um, a, a beautiful bulldog-shaped pipe. It's a, uh, a straight bulldog with a diamond shank, a really uh, handsome metal band, and a high-quality uh, stem there on the end. And uh, just, man, it's, it's, a, it's a classic bulldog. It's one of those that uh, folks have been pining over for decades and asking Missouri Mearsham to make uh, again. And, man, they, they finally caved. They gave into the pressure. And, uh, man, we are so thankful. It's a very, very good-looking bulldog pipe. Um, again, only comes in a straight variety, uh, does not have a filter, uh, so the purist may uh, find it more uh, more enjoyable, but um, you know has that uh, nice uh, um, hallmark canted bowl uh, at there or the kind of clipped off bowl there at the top to uh, you know to form the bulldog shape and then that signature ring around the around the side there and so uh, 150 years stamped on there as long as uh, as well as uh, Missouri Mearsham's um, you know, beautiful logo and so it can be yours you could just uh, go to corncobpipe.com and uh, check it out right there very reasonably priced for this uh this pipe and i think you'll i think you'll be very happy with it yeah and before too long we'll all have one i mean it's uh it's it's a collector's item indeed absolutely uh if you've got one be sure to smoke it this week take a picture of yourself doing so tweet it out to us we'd love to let the good folks at missouri mirisham know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe Question of the Week. All right, man. Pipe Question of the Week. This one's coming in from Mike Melinda. Mike says, hey, guys, I have a question that I hope you can help me with. I have a Moretti Bamboo Shank Morta Billiard that smokes like a dream. The only problem is that every time I run pipe cleaners through the shank, it gets stuffed with the cotton from the pipe cleaner. This happens with dry and wet cleaners. The problem keeps me from smoking the pipe more often because I have to spend a good five minutes or so to get all that stuck on fluff from inside the shank in order to get a draw. Any help you could 
offer on this would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. And again, that's coming from Mike. Man, this kind of ties in a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, man. No, no kidding. Uh, you know, Moretti, uh, Bamboo, Shank, uh, Morta, Billiard. I mean, uh, uh, that that's code for that wasn't a cheap pipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and and so there there you go, right? What makes a good pipe? Um, well, I mean, th- this obviously was an expensive pipe. It's a nice pipe, Morta. Uh, is a uh, hard material to work with and therefore tends to be a little more expensive. Bamboo shanks, they uh, tend to add a little more value to the pipe because they're uh, rare and a little more delicate and hard to work with. Uh, and, and then a Moretti, I mean, these, this is a handmade Italian, Italian you know, Moretti, uh, it, just a fantastic, you know, company typically makes an excellent pipe, but um, but this one has some issues, right, that, that Mike has uh, experienced and, and hasn't been happy with. And therefore for Mike so far, this, this hasn't really been a good pipe. <laughs> um, you know, so what, one thing to keep in mind, um, you know, is that uh, a lot of times the drilling on these pipes can uh, be kind of squirrely. Now, I wonder if the pipe in the shank area there that you're talking about, Mike, if that uh, has been drilled too narrowly. Um, and so that that could be part of the problem uh, there is that maybe this pipe was not quite, uh, you know, drilled drilled properly. Uh, it sounds like it'll run a cleaner through there, but the cleaner tends to get kind of a um, film that uh, something happens in there where the, the particles of the pipe cleaner start to come off and, and stick in there, and that this is something that you don't experience with other pipes. And so um, so I do think that that, you know, that, that is an issue with the pipe. It's not necessarily a, uh, a user error, <laughs> which is so often uh, my problem is, is, uh, is more on my side. But um, yeah, you know, I, what I would do in this situation, to be honest with you, I've done this before uh, with other pipes that I think, uh, you know, just have not, there's been something off about the drilling. Um, I, you can actually send pipes like this to pipe makers, right? Mm, or, uh, mm-hmm. or a pipe repairman. They can actually drill uh, this out a little bit for you or maybe kind of clean up the internal, uh, you know, the, the air the air passage there uh, for you a little bit. There's probably something in that air passage that's not quite done right. That's maybe snagging on the uh, the the cleaner, uh, or maybe collecting some extra moisture, or just uh, making it a little thinner in one area than it should be. Um, you know, I, I, if this is a pipe you really uh, want to want to see if you can uh, get it to smoke how it should and how it deserves to uh, for a beautiful, uh, nice pipe like this. Um, you know, I'd send it off to you know one of one of your favorite um, pipe repair people, uh, you know, folks like Tim West, Reborn Pipes, Norwood's Pipe Repair. Uh, God, I mean, there's there's a bunch of them, uh, you know, but if you go to one of these places and, and maybe have them drill out, maybe just kind of clean up the internal uh, you know, air draft hole there of your pipe. I, th- you know, they would be happy to do that. You'll obviously, they'll charge you a fee for doing that, but um, but it'll be worth it. And it, of course, a pipe that this is this nice that uh, should smoke uh, like a dream and certainly shouldn't have, uh, you know, pipe cleaner uh, cotton getting stuffed in the uh, in the shank. <laughs> you know, I think uh, I think that'll help out. So uh, I don't know, maybe give that a shot if it's something that, um, that you wind up, you know, getting tired of and don't really want to fight with anymore. Maybe sell the pipe but uh but if you know if this is a pipe that you want to keep um that's probably the next step i would go with and and if you you know if you feel comfortable yourself maybe uh with a very uh you know small drill or something getting in there and kind of opening it up you could although working with morta like that and working mm. with bamboo 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it could be it could be difficult. So um, I, I don't know. I, I good luck to you. I hope um, I hope the uh, situation resolves itself. But um, yeah, it sounds like there was something not quite right. Uh, with the drilling of this pipe. And, and I think the only way you're going to fix that is maybe if it's cleaned up a little bit. That's good. Well, great question, Mike. Best of luck to you. And hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, be sure to send it in show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question, Joe! All right, man. Quick fire questions brought to us by. Country Squire Radio T-shirts, or I should say T-shirt, because of course we are sold out of the Squire Scallywag shirt. But the this is not a <laughs> podcast pipe shirt is available to you at thecountrysquireonline.com. All right, now then, as you may recall, last week there was uh, a essay sent in from good friend of the show, longtime listener Jim Nelson. Yes, who uh, gave us kind of a rundown of uh, uh, some some various pirates uh, and. And, and thought that even though there was no pipe-related uh, content there, that it would make for a great quick-fire question-related content. And so here, <laughs> here we are now with Jim Nelson's pirate-inspired uh, <laughs> quick-fire questions. Are you quick ready? Quick-fire questions. Okay, yeah, bring it. All right, better pirate name, William Dampier or Miss Hancho Lo? I mean, really? Is there even a—I mean— it, is is there a contest? Like I think I think Miss Hancho Low, you have to you have to go with that, right? All the way. All I think the you way. do. I think yeah. ten times out of ten. Like I mean, I, no offense to to William Dampier, but uh, dang. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like there's she was a boss before she was a boss. I guess that's yep. technically her married name, but still boss. Anyway, <laughs> uh, next up, you got uh, pirate condiment guacamole or mango chutney. What? I don't even well, understand the question. Now, remember last week, he explained this about the whole uh, Dampier uh, d- kind of uh, bringing guacamole into a, the condiment scene and, and uh, creating or being credited with the popularization of mango chutney. Yeah, I guess that's right. Um, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm going to go with guacamole. I, I, I prefer it. I like mango chutney, I think. <laughs> John but, David, man, what's I, chutney? I, I it, It's like a... It, it's like a uh, like almost like a mix between a jelly and a salsa, like oh, kind of a like a like okay. a chop. But but it's like fruits and stuff that are kind of minced, I think. Mm. But that it becomes a um, that becomes like a jam or a you know a, a jelly kind of deal. Um, and a lot of people okay. eat it with like crackers and maybe some cream cheese or something of that nature. I don't know. You, you find it in the real expensive section of your local uh, grocery store. <laughs> so they call it chutney and, and now it's expensive. I'm going right, to exactly. go with the guacamole. Yeah, I love guacamole, man. Avocados all the way. All right. Um, better pirate main dish. Roasted <laughs> manatee, roasted manatee belly or grilled flamingo tongue. I, aren't both of these like on the endangered species list? <laughs> well, it was a different time. Listen, you could not pay me. You could not pay me money to eat a flamingo tongue. But the but the manatee belly. I mean, are we talk. Is it like a pork belly? Sure. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, think about pork like, belly. It's it, the like same man, thing. So it's like manatee bacon. You're you're basically eating manatee bacon. I could eat manatee bacon. I mean, yeah. well, not if it's in danger. Please, nobody. <laughs> break into our houses i'm saying that if i was a pirate and they weren't endangered and that's what we were eating then i could eat it 
but okay. you know flamingo okay. tongue i'm sorry i just i cannot even imagine i don't know the- yeah i mean I, I guess between the two now that you say that like i, I mean i just don't want to eat anything's tongue like I, I just don't like i have trouble you go to these uh you know more authentic uh, mexican restaurants and they've got this lingua tacos and all this kind of stuff you can right. keep that i don't want any part of that like that's that's foul. That's nasty. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> no, I mean, so, I will say this for the larger animals. At least there's actually something there. Like a flamingo's tongue, how big can that be? Yes. Okay. Okay. So what we're I'm, I'm going to also join you and go with the roasted uh, manatee belly. And maybe uh, yeah. maybe it can have a nice chutney glaze. <laughs> also, if you're eating something's tongue, is the are you essentially like making out with a dead animal? Think about it. <sighs> What's the next question? All right. <laughs> All right, it gives a bonus it question. It gives new uh, new meaning to tongue bite. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, this is a bonus question. Better midlife career change, a, a person of the evening to a pirate captain or a pirate captain to a food and travel writer? <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. Okay, so, so, the, so the, the options are person of the evening to pirate captain right or, as as was the case with uh, miss honcho right, right or pirate captain to a food and travel writer um yeah i mean better midlife career change i i mean i i would be happy if someone was not a person of the evening anymore <laughs> right, right, and right. became a pirate captain so i'll I'll pick number one reluctantly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interesting. You know, I, I do, I do, um, I'll say the same for the same reasons, but I, I, I do want to point out, and I could be wrong, Jim, and, and I'm more than happy to be corrected here. I do not actually believe that uh, Hanchelo was actually said person of the evening. I do think she was more of a madame or a madam who was managing <laughs> the ladies of the evening, mm. uh, if you will. Okay. So I don't think that she was actually a, um, yeah. Anyway, we're, I'm not. We're, I'm, you know, hey, it's. <laughs> I'm just, we're I'm we're just threading saying. we're threading it kind of close here for threading Country Star Radio. We got know, kids yeah, that we, listen. We, got, we know that. I, so I, I know, go. right? So, so we're we're gonna we're gonna move on from the uh, evening. We're just gonna talk, mosey yeah. on out of these quick fire <laughs> questions. But hey, if you've got some quick fire questions, be sure to send them to us. Hey, go ahead and get those baby edition ready because that's gonna be coming soon. Oh, uh, you know that's true. I need I need all the. Uh, yeah, I do. I, we I, obviously I'm gonna have uh, opinions about baby things that I've never. Yeah. Uh, never had before right and yeah. uh and then also maybe i'll need some uh i'll need some um listener feedback that uh some good tips some, <laughs> some best sure practices right <laughs> absolutely all right so send those in show at country radio.com again that is show at country radio.com your thoughts your comments listener feedback all right, man. And then listener feedback this week, we got one in from uh, Brandon Linger. And uh, uh, here's Linig- what... Bra- Linegar. Linegar. I, I feel fine with the way that I pronounce that. Okay, fine. I, I'm not going to step over your uh, your your incorrect boundaries. No, it's, I, how on earth would I have gotten that right with the way that my mind is programmed? How did you say that? <laughs> I, I said Linegar. Linegar. All right. I'm going to call him Brandon L., who writes right. in saying, Bo and John David, uh, let me start off by saying I am less than two weeks into pipe smoking. I went to my local cigar shop to specifically get into pipe smoking. I purchased a Loren- L- Lorenzetti. Yep. Augustus. 
Nope. <laughs> All right. Tell you what, John David, what did Brandon L. have to say this week? He said, uh, <laughs> poor Bo, but gosh. Um, uh, okay, so uh, he, he goes on to say, let me start off by saying I am less than two weeks into pipe smoking. I went to my local cigar shop to specifically get into pipe smoking. Uh, I purchased a Lorenzetti Augustus Caesar uh, that has been great to learn on. As far as I know, I am the only one that smokes a pipe. Because of this, I have relied on you guys tremendously for help as I teach myself how to properly enjoy pipe smoking. Thank you. Uh, I ordered a few ounces of Second Breakfast and Rivendell last week from the Country Squire. Uh, JD, I really appreciate the time you took to write your thank you note on the invoice. Uh, It is a practice I utilize in my financial practice and really appreciate when I see another professional use it as well. Uh, I started on episode 100 and just finished the Pipe Culture Hipsters episode from 2016. Yeah. Uh, On the trip to Scotland, my wife uh, and I recently spent 10 days visiting the country. We are from Oklahoma and Arkansas and have very strong European lineage, and it was exactly like you had said. Uh, I felt like the country was filled with people who could be close relatives, incredibly humble and helpful people. If you have the opportunity to go again, I would make sure you attend the Bramer Festival. One thing that I found interesting is that our perception of history, we think 300 years ago is a long time ago. And many of them are living in buildings that are that old. Likewise, 100 miles isn't that far to us, whereas there, uh, the width of the country is a far distance to them. Uh, Another practice I wish we would accept as normal is sausage roll, uh, breakfast biscuit, (laughs) and also a pint of beer for breakfast. Uh, Anyway, thank you guys for the knowledge and entertainment. Keep it up. I can't wait to make a trip from Midwest City, Oklahoma, to the Squire to meet y'all. And that's from Brandon L. (laughs) Thank you so much, Brandon. I'm glad, uh, glad, glad you wrote in. Glad we're glad we're being a little bit of help to you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, man, that's a long flight. So I'm glad we were we were able to ride along with you for that. Um, and uh, yeah, Pipe Culture Hipsters. Now that was an episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got some feedback on that one too, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun <laughs> one. That was uh, people. people we, we, we got feedback on that. I think we even addressed it in the episode, but we got feedback before we even released it because people did not know where we were going to take it. No, that's right. Yeah. So that's the, exactly right. Yeah. I remember oh, that. Boy, man. that's what? Three years ago. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah spend, spend some time. Spend some yeah. time. It's Man, we've been doing this podcast for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Long Back. time. We were, you, you weren't married. I had less kids. You yeah. had less kids. It yeah. was a, it was a different. It was a different day back then. <laughs> I was a different era. Back when I podcasted, I had to walk uphill both ways in the snow, fighting <laughs> off the, fighting off the rattlesnakes with my, you know, corncob pipe. <laughs> Yes, all of that. Exactly. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Brandon, thanks so much for that. And, uh, hey, if y'all got some listener feedback, y'all, y'all feel free to send it down. Of course, we love getting those, especially those iTunes reviews. If you haven't headed over to iTunes yet, be sure to do so. It doesn't cost you a dime to do it, and it's a great way to help support the show. Also, if you don't mind spending a few dimes to help support the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Radio. This show happens for years on years on years, stacks on stacks on years, because of y'all. Who support us at patreon.com slash country square radio. <laughs> Couldn't do it without you. Uh, in fact, for those of you who go on to become pl- club members, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Uh, we are getting pretty close. Whether or not John David will be back next week, uh, l- go ahead and place your bets now. I'm betting yes. I think that I think the baby's going to be a little bit later. I, I agree. I, I, I agree. Wait, my, my hunch is uh, is a little late. 
Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming next week we got you, but we will find out, uh, and you can find out with us. We one way or the other, we will keep you up to date. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, all that and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right, man. Well, hey, this is uh, this is good. Always great Dude, to bring in the, uh, the, yeah. the newer pipe smokers. And uh, it's also nice when the, the pipe question of the week uh, ends up like like solidifying and fitting in nicely with the topic. You know, exactly. I'd love to say that we planned that kind of thing. That, that would be professional. So, <laughs> so let's say that we planned that kind of thing. Yeah, well, we, we planned it. We, we planned on following uh, Dear Providence and, and his, uh, his, his grace for uh, exactly. providing us that question. Yes, yes, <laughs> man. All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.